This is definitively uncertain. What's up, everybody? Welcome to our 10.5 episode, Shooting the Poop. Mm-hmm. This is definitively uncertain, and I am John Colbert, and with me is... Adele Colbert. And we are it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it? That's it. We're production, we're recording, we're, we're the engineers. We're, we're the, everything. We're the face of this podcast. We are. It's kind of crazy. So, how's life been since Sunday? Life's been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. What's new? Oh, I started my new job. Yeah. Yes, that's pretty cool. Now, okay, there's something you should learn about working for other people. Okay. Now, I got a offer letter, right? Mm-hmm. And with that came all the terms and conditions that they want you to abide by if you work for them. Yep. And there's a couple there that were like, hmm, I don't really like this. One of them was if we fly out, um, we only get paid for an hour to the airport and three quarters of an hour back. What does that mean? Well, it's kind of weird because... An airport tells you you need to be at the airport two hours before your flight. Mm-hmm. So you should be paid for two hours if you have to be at the airport for two hours, right? Okay, yeah. But they only pay an hour, which is kind of weird. But, you know, that's acceptable. You're, you're going to... There's always a give and take, right? Mm-hmm. But the one thing is... Um, I think it's unreal expectations, like, they'll put in stuff like, um, just say we're out on a job, right? Okay. And something breaks down, and it's going to cost hundreds of dollars to get everything to fix it. Mm-hmm. They expect me, just a regular employee, to give them money, like, to buy it, and then submit a receipt, and they pay me back. And I don't, I don't think that that's reasonable. So I told them that, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of, you know, back and forth, uh, you know, had a discussion. And basically what it came down to was I basically told them, I will spend 20 to $30 out of my own pocket. But if it's hundreds of dollars, do not expect me to pay for that because I won't. Because mm-hmm. I just think it's unrealistic. Like, basically, if you were to spend money for a company, okay, you're investing in that company. Yeah. If you get the money back, then you've made an even investment. Okay. You didn't lose any money. You didn't gain any money. That's an investment, right? Mm-hmm. And I said that to him. I was like, that's an investment. Like, you, if you went to, you know, if you use your credit card or whatever, right? You have 30 days before interest, but after the 30 days, you have to start paying interest, right? Mm -hmm. That credit card company gives you the money and then charges you for it, right? For me, like if it's hundreds of dollars, that that could be a bill at home that I'm not able to pay. 
for anywhere between five to ten days, which is ridiculous. Like, there's no... They were like, it's up to ten days. And I said, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I was like, and if it's that much of a problem, I can be done work as of today. Mm-hmm. I was... Because I just don't see it. And especially if a company doesn't... Like, you invest your time in a company and you in return you get money. Yeah. Right? That's, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, you invest you know your life that's what it is it's it's part of your life every day you go to work you you're investing 8 10 12 whatever however many hours of your life which there is an expiration date right so like a third of your literally most of the time it's a third of your life is working mm-hmm. so you're investing that time into a company that's going to hopefully invest into you, mm-hmm. right? That's kind of what you hope for, right? Right. But, I, and I said this to him, I don't think a company should ever ask its employee to spend money on behalf of a company, like their own money. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you know, you don't pay me enough money to do that. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of what I said to him. And, like, I don't know, it seemed... It seemed like a, it felt like I was the only person that ever argued about this before. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the way that he made it seem was like, wow, we've never had this issue. And I was like, mm, I, I imagine you have just other people maybe aren't as vocal as I am. Mm-hmm. Right. The rest of the job is great. But, you know, you have to negotiate some of those things. Yeah. So basically, uh, he agreed that I'll spend 20 to $30 if I need to, anything more than that. And I even told him that. I said, there has to be a spot where you stop. I'm like, so $30 is my stop. If it's $31, I call you. Because if I give you a little bit, then you'll expect a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And that's the way everyone is. You know, if I, if I tell you, be home at 10, mm-hmm. then you get home at 10.05. And I don't give you crap for it. You're going to be like, oh, I pushed it a little. You know, maybe I'll do 10.15 next time. Mm-hmm. You know, like every person does it. You know, in their head, they're like, I got away with 10.05. Now I'll start coming in at, you know, 10.06, 10, yeah. whatever, right? But yeah, so you have to kind of make sure that you, you put that, this is it, right? You don't, you, you don't have to worry about that right now because you're, mm-hmm. you own your own business. Yeah. Right? So you can make the any fucking rules you want, mm-hmm. but they only apply to you because you're the yeah. only employee, right? Yeah. But when it comes time to like, because especially in the field that you're going to, mm-hmm. like, you know, you, you want to be a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. So the uh, hospital will offer you, like, they'll give you an offer letter and you'll have to read it through. Mm-hmm. And probably by that time... um I would probably have a lawyer look at it because that's a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Like you have way more responsibility than I do. You know what I mean? So I would probably have a lawyer even look at it if I was you as a doctor, you know, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. But yeah, so that's my, but other than that, the job's great and cool. and uh, they agreed to my terms and so I'm happy. Sweet. Yeah. So that's that. But you've had some stuff happen this week, too. So let's hear a little bit about you. So, um, in gym class, um, 
you can choose to get your first aid certification through the school and you get an extra credit for it. So instead of five credits from gym class, I'm getting six. Nice. Which is always a good thing. Yeah. And you're getting a skill. Yeah. So um, I'll officially get certified tomorrow after um, the rest of my training and my test. I'm pretty confident. The skills are pretty easy. And um, I'm pretty stoked for that. I think it's something I've been looking forward to since I signed up. First aid's a very... It's a good thing to have, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you learn a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, there is a skill that I am a little... Like, I hope I never have to... Well, I hope I never have to use any of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's there in case I need it, but I hope... I, like, yeah. Yeah. I get it. You're not a monster. You yeah. don't want to, like, see people dead. Yeah. Yeah. One of the skills we learn... <clears throat> is how to, in an emergency situation, deliver a baby. Oh, I've never even learned that. So, it's... Uh, I'm going to be learning that tomorrow, but say if we were in a public place, and say we couldn't get to the hospital fast enough, if, she, like, the lady, like, was going into labor having her baby, I'd know what to do. Well, that's exciting. I hope I never have to. Why? That's terrifying. No way. You bring life into this? That's That's a story, man. That's a (laughs) fucking story. You know what I mean? Like, that is just a story right there. Maybe like, so when I was 15, I delivered a baby. People would be like, what? I'd be like, all right, so we were in an elevator and the elevator got stuck and this pregnant woman going into labor and I had to deliver the baby in the elevator. Oh my god. Can you imagine how awesome that would be? Rule number one is you don't You're cut gonna the... take the stairs from now on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um she like my instructor touched on it brief briefly, um a couple of days ago when my first um day was for training. Rule number one is you never cut the umbilical cord. You leave that to the professionals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I'll learn how to do all that kind of stuff. And... So you, you know, just, like, grab it with your no! teeth. And, no, Dad! Ew, gross. I don't know. I don't know these things. I didn't get taught that. <laughs> yeah, but I'll be certified tomorrow, which is pretty cool. See, I always have a multi-tool in my pocket, so that's that's what I would use. No, don't cut the cord. Well, now that you told me that, but before, if I had to deliver a baby, I'd probably step on the stomach until it came out. No, you don't do that either? No! (laughs) I know you don't do that. That's awful. (laughs) But your face was just really good there. Oh, that's awful. So, uh, you got another story. Jiu-Jitsu yesterday. Yeah, you need to build it up like okay you got to tell the story don't just say what happened okay like everything so when i started jujitsu um brody and i made a bet on who would get to the next solid color first right so we were both white belts and then it goes gray white and then solid gray so he was two stripes ahead of me because he started before me so he was very confident he he was going to win this bet. So he's like, 
Alright. Winner gets a cake. And then you were like, oh, not just the cake. You have to write, you're better than me, and then love, and then the person who lost. But you also have to make the cake. Yeah, it's you have not, to make, you can't, you can't buy it. the cake. That's right. You have to make the cake, and the winner gets to choose what kind of cake. That's and it right. has to say that on the top. Yeah. You're better than I am. Love whoever. Whoever, yeah. So, um, I'm in jujitsu for a bit, and Birdie gets two more stripes, so now he has four. So he's basically going to go on to the next belt the next time they're handing out belts, pretty much. Right, and you are at... I've got two, okay. which I'm halfway through this belt. So... So it's it also took a long time. It did. Like, you were at two for a very long time. Yeah. And you worked your ass off. I did. Okay, so keep going with the story. So, um... Last week, I was sick, so we didn't go to jujitsu, but a bunch of people got their belts. And Brody is like, you were sick. You cost me my gray-white belt. So I was like, well, we have jujitsu this week. And maybe there are other people who missed. So maybe you'll get your belt or I'll get some more stripes or something. So we go to jujitsu. No. What? Then you had a dream. Oh, I did have a dream. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm trying to help with the story here. I had a dream where I skipped a belt and went to Solid Gray and Brody owed me the cake and it was great. Like, the dream played out where Brody got his belt and then I skipped and went to Solid Gray. Like, in the same class. Yeah. So then, we go to Jiu-Jitsu yesterday and we're drilling... And we're doing the move, and everything's cool. And it's, like, really nice in there. It looks huge. We got our new mats. We got our new logo. It was awesome. Yeah. And we line up by rank at the end of class, and Paul's handing out stripes. So me, only having two stripes, I figured I might get a stripe this time. And then he finishes the stripes, and I didn't get anything. So I was like, damn it. <laughs> Gotta work harder. Yeah. And then he starts giving out belts. So he gave out three three new belts, and then he called up Brody, and Brody got his gray-white. So he comes back after doing his high-fives with everyone in the class. Yeah. He looks at me dead in the eye. He's like, who's going to get to solid gray first now? And I'm a little disappointed that I didn't get a belt. Yeah. And um, Paul calls two more people to get the belts, and then he calls me. And in jiu-jitsu, I'm not wearing my glasses, so I thought I was getting a gray-white. So I walk up there, and I take off my belt, and he's tying up the new one, and I realize it's solid gray. Yeah. <laughs> and I start smiling like an idiot. Yeah. I'm like, I'm getting a cake. <laughs> <laughs> Brody has to make the cake. <laughs> yeah. So um, I give... Paul and Krista hug, and then I do my high fives, and I go to go back to my spot, and I realize that's not where I belong anymore. Oh, shit. So you... So I walk up all these people to the solid grays, and Birdie's way back there. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just, I'm smiling, and he hands out a couple more belts, 
and then we bow out and it's like the shortest line ever for me now because i'm not at the end i'm like yeah closer to the middle right yeah so at the end of class we like like walk back around and give give everyone high fives right and the line was really short i was like what this is so weird and we stay and we get our picture and brody's obviously a little disappointed yeah and i'm like you owe me a cake (laughs) he's like a banana cake i said no winner gets to pick the cake and i want a chocolate cake yeah you're better than me love brody (laughs) so i'm getting that soon (laughs) so the moral of the story is i'm better than him (laughs) dreams really do come true yeah that's so crazy i had a dream about it and actually came true that's funny because you did tell me about the dream like way before that class so yeah it's really funny that that happened it was pretty cool yeah yeah but solid gray now like i didn't even get my other two stripes on my white yeah it's pretty cool it is pretty cool so yeah that's pretty good it's pretty good monday tuesday wednesday yeah so far i gotta take off um next week so we got to try to figure out if i can record through the interwebs Mm -hmm. and we can do the podcast because i'm going to be gone for two weeks to regina yep so hopefully we can still do it we got to figure it out if there's anybody out there in the podcast world that knows software that can do this it would be amazing if you helped us out with this because, like I said, I don't know anything about it and we got to do some research now. So hopefully if there's someone out there, that would be wicked. Yeah. I've got another story. All right. So um, you know how our first article came out um, in October for our school newspaper? Yes. So I had this other idea for December, you know, the little elf on the shelf? To get one of those and put it around the school and take pictures and be like, oh, the elf on the shelf's invaded Highwood. But we can't get an elf. So, I had another idea. I was thinking maybe we get some of the artists to draw something and then we put them in pictures of the school. So, like, take a picture of, like, a desk and have a person draw a little person, like, standing on top of the desk. You know what I mean? And have it so that... Like, the holiday season, like, quote-unquote magic, has brought digital drawings to life and they're running around the school. Oh, yeah. I thought that would be kind of a cool idea. So I haven't run it by my um, teacher yet, but I figured it'd be kind of fun to have a bunch of, like, little people that are kind of Christmassy and school spirit. Um, And uh, it'll allow the creativity of the students to be in our newspaper. So, I thought that was a pretty cool idea. What do you think? I think it's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. yeah. I think it would, and it would give the students something to to try, right? For sure. Challenge them a little. But my plan was, because the grade nines, they're not at the point where they get to, like, experiment with, like, tablet drawings. Yeah. But maybe the 10, 11, 12 classes, um, we could get maybe one from each class to draw something um and um we get like i don't know i'm not the greatest with um making things blend into backgrounds but 
Um, we get someone to put them into the pictures that I'll go around and take. And then uh, we'll put them in the newspaper and we'll make a little article about it. And we'll credit all the artists and everything. Yeah. I thought it would be kind of a cool way to um, kind of showcase the other side of our school. Because we're very sports. And um, I think the art community in our school is kind of under the radar. So I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. I got another story. Sure. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Okay. So the other job I worked at before this one, <laughs> the one that I quit to yeah. work for this company, uh, it was construction, right? Yeah. And we were demolishing a house. Yeah. And the house... Um, the front wall had asbestos, but they weren't sure that it was asbestos. Do you know what asbestos is? Doesn't it cause cancer? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a big no-no now, like a huge no-no. Was it kind of like an insulation or? Kind of. Yeah. It was yeah. in between cinder blocks and stuff like that. Okay. So yeah. this stuff, like I, I knew exactly what it was when I saw it, like when they tore down the wall. And he starts moving stuff, and it's in the air, and we're all near it, and we're all working near it. And I said to him, I was like, that's asbestos. And he's like, no. He's like, no, they did they did a test on the house because the house was old, and there's no way that that's asbestos. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I know what it looks like, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you know, it looks like asbestos to me, and it was, like, all over me and a, the, all the other co-workers and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh yeah so then he's like all right you know what we'll just stop for a minute we'll get this test going or like we'll find out about this test mm-hmm. and this is the bad thing about working for a company like that like it was just a dangerous company to work for because he calls up and he says okay i want to see the paperwork on this you know can you send it to me and we all have tablets so yeah He's like, yep, yeah, I'll send it to you, you know, once we have it. And he's like, I just want to confirm because this does look like asbestos. And then while he's waiting for the results, he's telling us that it's it's probably not asbestos just to grab stuff and keep going. Right? Like, and it's a huge flag. Like, that yeah. to me, that was a huge red flag that I probably don't want to stay here. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to work here. It, You know, they're fucking dangerous, mm-hmm. basically. So I just said no. But everyone else kept working, right? But it didn't matter because he was using an excavator. It's up in the air. It's all over. Like, he's loading up trucks. It's, it's going everywhere. So, it, And a thing with asbestos is that... Um, it's not dangerous if it's sitting, but once it starts going airborne and stuff, that's when it's really hazardous. Mm -hmm. And he's just flinging it around this yard, which you're not supposed to do. If there is asbestos, the whole house should be tented off. And then people come in with like hazmat suits and everything and they clean out the asbestos. That's -hmm. what they do. Like it's a whole hazard. It's, It's a huge hazard. Yeah. Right? Health risk, hazard, everything. So um, he finally gets the results, right? And he reads it. And he says, there's nothing here that says anything about this front wall being tested. So I don't think it's been tested. Mm -hmm. So um, he's like, you know what? We're just going to, we're going to 
pack everything up and we're not going to we're not going to do it now like we're we're going to stop working mm-hmm. right but meanwhile we've been there for a couple hours like easily a couple hours mm-hmm. and uh some of the stuff had already driven off and been dumped right which is just it's fucking chaotic like it's stupid so one guy has already driven off with some stuff and all he does is kind of moves everything towards the house and since we don't know what it is they decide they're not going to tell anybody what what they should have done is told the town they told the city yeah look i tore down this this happened you know this should be all through the cost of the homeowner he should have had this tested right Mm -hmm. and and instead of doing that they just ignore it right and then tell the homeowner that he has to retest again like for, for the front and that so they say they will and we don't hear anything about it right while mm-hmm. i'm working there and then I, I i quit and i started this new job and then yesterday i got a phone call from a guy that still works there that's a friend of mine mm-hmm. and he's like so yeah that house had asbestos it confirmed asbestos right Jeez. so we were all covered in it we're all working in it it's it's being flown around us because he's just moving it all with this excavator and i'm mad about it right and i'm like this is kind of bullshit like you know i'm, I'm glad i left that company but mm-hmm. I, i'm really unhappy that my friend still works there because mm-hmm. this is just one problem like you know it's it's just an unsafe place to work if they suspected it was asbestos, they should have stopped working. They should have stopped working, and they should have called up the appropriate people to have it done right. Like, yeah. And, that, and that's just the facts. And what they did was just try to cover up that, they, that the house owner made a mistake. But, you know, at the same time, this company didn't want to have a bad rap either for... <laughs> you know, tearing down a house with asbestos in it, right? Mm -hmm. So they're covering their own ass too, right? But after all this happened, like, even when we got back to the shop, it was just get back to work. They didn't talk to us like, okay, if this is asbestos, maybe you guys should get out of those clothes, you know, we can hook you up with something or whatever, right? There should have been something there. Mm -hmm. Instead of us coming home to our families covered in fucking asbestos you know what i mean like and my my friend was way worse than i was because he got in there because he was listening and he was like yeah okay let's just go get it done and i was like no man i'm like no if it's asbestos stay away from it you know like just don't like there's fucking rules in working for for this Mm -hmm. you know like you can't you can't do that so Anyways, I made a doctor's appointment now, right? So I'm going to go see my doctor. And I'm just going to have it noted that I was exposed to asbestos. You know, like the the thing about asbestos is, you know, if you get it, it's not going to kill you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something that gradually, you know, can kill you. Basically, it gives you cancer or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I want it noted because... You know, what happens if five five years, whatever, six months, I don't know, whatever, 
down the road I start having respiratory problems because I was exposed to asbestos. Just say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not noted that it was working with that company, then they're off the hook. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They did something stupid. They did something wrong. They did not handle it well. They should have called me to tell me that it was exposure to asbestos, even though I don't work there anymore. I was one of the people there. They mm-hmm. should have called me, mm-hmm. but they didn't. It's kind of a shitty deal, right? Wait, so, so the guy, your your friend that works there, yeah, he told you, not the company? That's right. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, he's the one that told me that it was confirmed. So now i got to go to the doctor, and then I'm going to get it through Workman's Compensation Board. Just noted that mm-hmm. this happened at work. So that way I cover my own ass. Mm-hmm. Be- and and m- force them to be... Um, force them to be accountable yeah exactly yeah right that's kind of a thing but but yeah long story short don't let companies try to pull shit on you i'm pretty sure that's been like the moral of my story for this whole point five is Mm -hmm. you know companies will do what they can to try to get the most that they can out of an employee Mm -hmm. and they'll bullshit you and they'll try to make you see it their way right which is it's a company way it's not your way mm-hmm. you know what i mean and you don't always have to toe the line and be a company man you know you can just be a an employee mm-hmm. like if i owned a business i would never expect anyone to spend any money out of their pocket for me mm-hmm. it just doesn't make any fucking sense mm-hmm. and if i was if I put employees into a dangerous situation, I would do everything that I possibly could to make sure that they were safe. I wouldn't just try to fucking ignore it. Mm-hmm. That's the, it, because the asbestos was there and they didn't know it was there. I would have treated it like it was. Yeah. As opposed to just being like, okay, so, you know, it, it's fine for now. You know, well, they're going to get it tested and then we'll find out. It's not the way that works. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind right. of a shitty deal, but yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's all I got. Me too. All right. Well, gray belt. I guess we'll. Uh, I guess we'll sign off then. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard today, give us a like and a share. If you've got any ideas for topics for us to talk about, give us a shout, either through email or on Facebook or Instagram at Definitively Uncertain. Hope you guys have an awesome day, and we'll talk to you next time.